0: Welcome to the Cookbook Circle podcast. I'm Hannah
1: and I'm Victoria. We're two friends with a shared love of food, cooking and all things cookbooks. We are now in the third season of this podcast and this one is all about, well, not really anything in particular. We are seamless so you can expect deep dives on certain dishes reviews of cookbooks of course but there'll be new cookbooks old cookbooks all sorts of cookbooks and of course we'll be asking you our lovely listeners for some input on episodes that we're gonna do it's gonna be so It's
0: gonna be so fun fun and if you love what we do we're also on patreon this means if you'd like to support us your subscription will help to cover the podcast's costs from the books themselves to the ingredients for what we cook and in return you'll get some fun stuff like bonus mini sodes to find out more visit our website thecookbookcircle.com or you can find the link in our show notes thanks friends now let's get to the fun part
1: Oh, hello Hannah. Oh, hi there Victoria. <laughs> How's your uh, day, week, month, life? Uh, wonderful.
0: Uh, the weather is getting colder. Ew. <laughs> now it's winter, winter vibes. Except I'm going to Barbados in <gasps> two and a half weeks with my sister. Oh, yeah. oh my god it's gonna
1: be good That sounds I, awful frankly
0: in you know corporate hannah news i yesterday was sitting in the office telling someone i was going to barbados while doing a dance that involved like shaking my shoulders and didn't realize that the chief financial officer was like walking directly towards me looking at me and i'm going i'm going to barbados <laughs> Uh, i went extremely red and yeah just turned back to oh. my computer
1: did they come over
0: and talk about barbados no they did not no mm. hard numbers that man deals in no no fun stuff
1: <laughs> Yeah, we had a, we had a very cold spell recently didn't we <laughs> uh but you're going to barbados so that's what matters are you going to yeah. drink do you think you might drink um Rum? from a coconut
0: I'll drink from from anything i drink from a soggy old boot you know me that's the spirit (laughs) one of my favourite lines from Will and Grace is when Karen says honey I'd suck the alcohol from a deodorant stick
1: (laughs) that was a really good impression thank you my voice and hers are like a similar pitch (laughs) Um, Um, You need to give it, you must give us an update on the things that you ate in Italy. Eating in Italy is my My favourite thing. thing. You sing it better than me. I don't get the pitch right. (laughs) I just, also, dear listener, Hannah made me send her a voice note of that song while she was in Italy. (laughs)
0: Because it's from Master of None, right? Where they go to Italy and I knew they were singing a song about eating in Italy, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I couldn't find it on YouTube. So I was walking along the streets of Venice and demanded that Vic. And she started just typing it to me. And I was like, voice note, please. It's one of my favorites. You sound so cheery. Um, Venice, delicious uh, Aperol Spritz I would say above all else just to keep the alcohol theme going. Yeah. Um I think Italians themselves and I did talk to a few of them before I went would say that Venice is not the best for not the best for food. But we still had some amazing things to eat. Highlight for me and I think I texted you at the time to say it had changed my life was this mascarpone ice cream with sea salt and olive oil that just was so savory and sweet, like sweet at the same time. It was incredible, which I talked about in the last episode. But the meal, the main course that preceded that was this really, really good pumpkin ravioli in pumpkin and tomato, and the the pasta dough was just so fine. And then it was like this delicious, just, I can't even remember. I remember trying to memorize what was all in it because it was so tasty. I was like, I'm going to try and recreate this at home. But then it was like a garlicky, buttery sauce. And it was just like, you know, when you just don't want it to end, I was like cutting up the ravioli, like really fine.
1: There's Um, never
0: enough ravioli there's never enough ravioli no like do you know one of those dishes that you, you see and they serve one big ravioli like no mate sorry i need like no. a stack like pancakes um and really good pistachio gelato which is like pistachio is the best i was very discerning there's lots of ice cream places it's really hard to pick like which ones that you yeah choose but anyway venice is famous for Chichetti, which are, like, the little snacky bits that you have with, like, a drink. Right. And my mouth is washing there because I realize I haven't eaten in ages. But it, one of the great ones, I don't think this would be up your street, but it was, like, it was almost, like, soft bread, like, pan, like, shakupan or something, or, like, sandwich pan, with mozzarella inside. And then, like, you could get tomato in there or anchovy. And then mm. it was, like, the whole thing was, like, battered. And then, like yeah I guess like fried and so when you cut into it the bread almost went like really soft like you could I didn't even know it was bread I had to like look up what it was and then the gooey mozzarella and then the saltiness of the anchovy and the crispiness of the
1: butter so delicious that sounds great that is up my alley with the anchovy yeah also the tomato but um Oh yeah, I was, want to eat that like a little so savory, good. like lamington, <laughs> like yeah. kind of like a yeah. little square of oh,
0: yeah. That sounds great. Exactly, quite thin. And then yeah, we had some just other great like pasta, and we found this one good pizza place because a lot of the pizza looked a bit sad. I'm not going to lie, mm. like it's not Naples or you know like the hot spots for pizza, but we did find one place that did a really good Neapolitan pizza, and um the service was horrendous but the pizza was really really good um and i will find the name of that maybe and include it in the show notes maybe i'll include a couple of names of places that we went because they were really really good um and i think it's hard to know because it's so touristy there and it's just really like yeah difficult to know which place to go there's a million um so
1: yes i'll include a couple in the show notes for the fans lovely. You're welcome, and guys. I guess in a couple of months you'll have to update us about Barbados, Barbados food. Yeah.
0: Not even a couple of months. A month. All right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and also you and I in life updates are uh, expected no we um, <laughs> expecting what a podcast hopefully <laughs> <laughs> we went to see off menu live off we menu, did the podcast that we mentioned a million times the podcast that launched a thousand podcasts which yeah. are ours <laughs> yeah yeah our friendship potentially but yeah. uh james and ed in real life I'm still
1: hot and bothered thinking about it frankly (laughs) remembering it it was a beautiful time
0: it was great so yeah a reminder of the format of off menu is like them talking to a celebrity guest about their ideal menu like starter main course dessert side drink not in that order but it's um (laughs) uh so for the show they did like the audience's dream menus at the start which was really fun and then the audience helped them pick the secret ingredient that the guest isn't allowed to mention and then the guest was the second half and it was like comedian John Robbins yeah who had this really nostalgic menu of all these like times in his life when he'd eaten a
1: particular (laughs) thing like in his car eating what was he eating in the car like a type of crisps Uh, pickled onion Uh, McCoys, and they were were Rugby World Cup ones, so they were called like Pickled Scrumion.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, But it was (laughs) great, it was a fun time. It was so fun. What I learned is that
1: a lot of people in the audience did not like mushrooms or baked beans. Mm, Yeah, a lot (laughs) of people didn't like mushrooms, and do you like baked beans? You don't really, you're not a mushroom guy. I'm not a mushroom guy, I'm not a fun fun guy. guy. (laughs) Too much
0: time together. Um, I'm not a huge big bean person, but I would have them on toast with cheese. But it's not... A bit, and I don't like the idea of them on your breakfast plate touching okay. the egg and touching other things. It makes right. me feel a bit funny. You're
1: like, give them me in a little separate container situation? If at all. Yeah, I don't know if okay. they deserve a place on that breakfast. You feel like Are you place. a dry breakfast person? <laughs>
0: yeah. Eggs should be the only point of moisture. <laughs> <What>?
1: source, <laughs> source of moisture. And some hot sauce. We shouldn't talk, <laughs> go into it now, but... absolutely we next time we should talk about our like English Irish breakfast
0: yeah dream plate yeah
1: because what a conversation
0: I know yeah I'd be fascinated to hear doesn't it haven't you talked about your dad does a good like my dad is a my
1: dad is a big uh yeah a big guy in the English breakfast world (laughs) uh makes a great one uh (laughs) But I think that's like, I feel like there's different rules for inside and outside the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let, um, let's dedicate a, mm. an an intro section to this next time. And I don't think I know what what makes an Irish breakfast different, but there is stuff, isn't there, to an English breakfast? I would say black pudding and white pudding probably are differentiators
0: there. <laughs> um Wow. yeah we'll, we'll get into it
1: we'll get into that and then um, you stuff it all definitely. into it <laughs> with a, a chicken cutlet and potato salad um, um we will not be talking about black pudding for this book i don't think no it's a plant it's a plant-based gal it's a plant-based uh babe um today's book hannah yes <laughs> I don't know why I thought that about that, but um, it just felt like me introducing on this morning. Maybe, that, maybe I'm manifesting and that's in my future. We um, hope. <laughs> I'm sorry, the British public, if I ever present on television. You would be great. A new way to bake and no way to bake by, by philip, philip corey. corey uh what a guy he is <laughs> philip corey uh is Aus- an australian pastry chef Hannah, oh yeah did you know that i don't Oh, i uh, but i don't know if you watch any of his videos he doesn't really have too much of an
0: accent I think I've seen him on Saturday Kitchen before, and yeah, I didn't think that he was Aussie. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> was he, <was> he? Aussie?
1: <laughs>
0: oi, oi, oi. Um,
1: I don't had, know much well, about him. Well, he is Australian, but he has like, Lebanese mm. roots, Lebanese family, so that could be the reason that he doesn't have too much of an Aussie yeah. accent. Yeah. Um, he. There's obviously there's not a load and load load a load a load and load and load, and load on him that I could find, but um, some interesting bits. So he, yeah, his a Lebanese family. So food was a really big part of his life. He talks about how he'd like cook and eat with his family, and but he didn't start baking until he was 21. Okay, what an old man. I know. Um, <laughs> what do you call this? He was doing like I read. He was doing like a design. No, he's in this book actually. he Says he was doing a design degree and uh would just be baking bringing it into his internship and his boss said to him like have you thought about baking professionally and he was like oh yeah maybe and then he went to do a baking like an apprenticeship where he like studied one day a week and worked the rest of the week in like i mean this is where it gets like funny like he went to work in like australia's most renowned restaurant which is called key Q oh. U A Y. Okay. Uh, so he was working there. Yeah. Um, which is funny, but anyway, yeah. yeah so he he <laughs> learned the ropes there, and then went to different jobs, and then he uh, started working for Adriano Zumbo. Is that someone that you know? Not personally, but Zumbo's the name?
0: great desserts on Netflix. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, like a uh, Australians like most. Yeah. Famous pastry chef, or whatever, like amazing Willy Wonka style.
0: Yes. When I um, was baking and I was making hardly any money, I also au on the side. And the seven year old boy of the two that I minded every day was obsessed with Zombo's Great Desserts and because he knew I baked he was like Hannah have you heard of Zombo's Great Desserts and anyway, <laughs> I'd pick him up from school and I'd bring him home and we'd like sit and watch that for a bit
1: oh fun <laughs> it's mental yeah it sounds like it but well, it sounds like he kind of uh, Philip who we're yeah. talking about he yeah worked under Adriano Zombo and then got to like open a new section of Around like development, like developing wow. different desserts and stuff. So he's kind of like his mentor, and he mentions like everywhere I saw that was like, "Who's your like idol in in baking?" And he's like Zumbo, Zumbo, Zumbo. So like they've wow. obviously got like quite a serious um bond. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounds like a glue. You okay. know, like <laughs> needs <laughs> a um... And then he moved um, to London, but just before he moved to London, he, uh, I think st- a conversation, he's talked about this like chance conversation happening about vegan baking and okay. how he thought it was impossible, but he'd been, you know, it kind of challenged everything he thought about mm. um dairy and eggs and how it, that they are so like ubiquitous with baking and good baking yeah but actually the yeah the the effects on the planet are huge and so um yeah he got into vegan baking and he was like yeah. uh, he talks about how old Zumbo, uh you know <laughs> made him believe that nothing is impossible kind of thing oh so he God. just like, went away and started um trying to figure out how to make pastry but vegan plant-based yeah um and what fun and he seems to be like this big you know very very uh interested in like the climate crisis and like doing his Mm. what he can to help even though he's only yeah only a pastry chef i saw him talk about that in one of the interviews like he uh It feels like maybe being a pastry chef can't help that much, but he's doing his bit. So he moves to London, uh, and in this book, I don't know if you read his little uh, prologue, but he talks about uh, how he applied to be the Queen's pastry chef. Oh, my God. But didn't get it. uh, But ended up being the head pastry chef at Harrods.
0: Also famed for its, you know, wanting to save the planet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't spend a lot of time in harrods i don't know if you do oh yeah every day uh but the operation there is huge like the food operation he talks about there's uh so he's he became the head pastry chef in 2018 they have over 50 pastry chefs Wow. Just in Harrods, just in Pastry. It's apparently the largest food and beverage operation in northern Europe that's based in one building. That's huge. And they have 20 restaurants in Harrods. Who even knew that? Plus their food hall.
0: Yeah, I've been to the food hall. I love the food hall, but yeah, I've never been to one of the restaurants. I didn't
1: realise there was like 20. That's insane. No, that seems a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um But Everyone, including you, Hannah, and I wanted to send you this pre-record, but I, you know, I like to keep <laughs> things fresh. Um, you should all go on his TikTok because he does these amazing videos of the pastry kitchen oh, and, and wow. all the desserts and, and people at Fin. You know, oh, and they look incredible it just looks amazing like yeah. it's obviously such an operation but all the, obviously all the desserts are they're so uniform and they're so like classic mm. but he also has introduced uh, more than 20 completely vegan desserts wow. and pastries to harrods that's uh, impressive as, uh, yeah as well as like allergy friendly ones so i guess this gluten free and stuff yeah um so that make like he's he just he's amazing very and, yeah, and he again he talks a lot about how for this book, but generally in his cooking, he strives to find ingredients that are like natural and like exist in the world in every market so it's not just he talks about he doesn't he hates like margarines and I guess mm-hmm. therefore like vegan butters and stuff yeah. and and that runs through this book is that there's no like weird or hard no. to find ingredients. It's all just stuff that you can get, yeah, a- in the supermarket. Totally, which is amazing. I think like really um, incredible. But that I, that seems to be like his almost like his guiding light of his cooking and of this book particularly. That yeah. it's all kind of accessible. Accessible. Um, so the book was released. Uh, at the end of August this year, 2023. So it's mm. only been out a couple of months. Yeah. But it's definitely got a hype. Um, it's completely plant-based. There is uh, there is not an animal product used at all. <laughs> uh, it like we were talking about it. It has all natural ingredients, and it has something called the plant tree. Yes. Which I love. Well, yeah, it's that's Like a great. pantry, but plants. Oh, get <laughs> Do it? Do you see what you did there? Yeah, <laughs> see what he did there, <laughs> so, which is great. Where he talks you through, like I love this in a baking book where yeah. they talk you through like what the ingredients are and why yes. you need that, why they need them in the, the, the baking, and, he, and that he really goes into that uh, about oils and about leaveners and about uh, sugars and everything. This Loves- a brief history of cake page
0: is great as well like yes the rules read the recipe from yeah. start to finish use scales don't substitute yes it's great yeah that's essential when you really see, tools yeah the um you know the, there's always that thing about you know pastry chefs and regular chefs or like cooks and bakers and that like in cooking you can sub in so much more freely, right? And and in pastry it's like, you scales! <laughs> don't substitute anything. It's yeah. Like everything is so don't precise. substitute
1: anything. Yeah. I was texting Hannah yesterday and <laughs> I was gonna do my baking from this a couple of days ago and uh i thought i had everything and i didn't have a sugar that i needed and i was like oh that's really annoying but (laughs) he says in that book to not substitute and i want to be teacher's pet and also i I was you know i came into this book a bit like a pastry chef doing vegan baking like yeah i don't know i feel i feel a bit like worried it's a very it's the book is white and gold on the front yeah so it feels very like pastry yeah
0: a bit you know, sterile as
1: well right it's not like yeah yeah very warm but the pictures inside are beautiful but very i was a beautiful. bit worried so i wanted to be uh, on on it
0: <laughs> but then when you start leafing through it i was like oh okay this is just normal stuff that anyone wants to bake but in a vegan way and That really impressed me because I thought it was going to be a bit left field, but actually it's probably loads of like French classics and yeah, like chocolate chip cookies, like tarts, brioche, all these just normal kind of baking things, but just, yeah, dairy free. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not too intimidated by this now. I thought it was just going to be a bit nuts, a bit involved. But yes, does. I
1: I did as well. I thought it was gonna. I was gonna end up, you know, ordering a load of stuff, yeah. from Amazon or whatever, and you know, and feeling a bit like, oh, this is a nice coffee table book, you know, yeah. head pastry chef at Howard's, like, yes, uh, but you know, you've uh, you've changed my mind, Phil. <laughs> you've changed my mind. It's not like that at all. Um, oh. It's very, like you said, it's very classic. Also, what's fun about this, which we haven't talked about, and I didn't really use, but every single recipe has a QR code yes. to a video of him showing you how to do it. It's very Molly Baz. Every single recipe, <laughs> it's very Molly Baz. Uh, yeah, that but is it's amazing. amazing. I, w- I watched a, cu- a couple. I didn't use them for my baking because it's just not the way I kind of no. learn. But maybe I would for any of the more like difficult techniques. Yes. I um, uh, yeah. I'm not a video person, but I really mm.
0: I get yeah. There's loads of people that are, and like I think that's great. Uh, yeah, I, and like good tips in at each at the bottom of each great of the recipes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just I was really pleasantly surprised when I started browsing through. Mm. I think you, actually it was at your house when I went to visit Vic last weekend, and you had it first. Um, and it's worth mentioning that it sold out lots of places online as well, isn't it? Like it was, it wasn't. Yeah, we, the easiest. You had to go to yet. an
1: actual bookshop to get it. Yeah, it was like, yeah,
0: very, very strange. <laughs> very strange. And that book, yeah, bookshop that had like a huge cookbook section it was great. Um, so yeah, no, I wasn't feeling too too sad about this when I one. Intimidated. Yeah,
1: I like it. It was a good. It's a good. good first I vibe. also. Yeah me too. And also just uh, yeah, I just appreciated it, it and him <laughs> for I, I love you. vegan cooking. I'm interested in vegan cooking and like, yeah, you know, how to make it interesting and, and uh, integrate it into people's daily life. and like this is a great book for that. Anyway, should we talk about what you made? We
0: shall. I made two things. Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was waiting to be judged on that, but, you know, here we are. I was very intrigued, firstly, by the Madelines In a yeah. surprise to nobody. Because, as we know, I love making madeleines. I would like to have a business around Madeline's, I think. So I was like, oh, how does he do this in a vegan way? Um, And they look really great. And they, yeah, I was just really intrigued by them. So he uses here plain flour, caster sugar, baking powder, cinnamon, a pinch of that, which didn't really come through Mm. in the uh, flavor for me, but maybe just kind of, yeah, add some depth. Plant-based milk. So I used oat. And golden mm-hmm. or agave syrup. Every recipe has golden <laughs> or agave syrup. It, or agave <laughs> is in brackets, and I was just like, every recipe. I was like, oh my god, okay. I had golden and vanilla bean paste. He uses a lot of that as well, actually, and quite like big quantities. So I was like, yeah, Shit, you know, it's so expensive. <laughs> um, and ol- yeah, extra virgin olive oil. So. Mm the What got me about this, which was interesting, is that like usually when you're making madeleines the classic way, you like melt butter you have to let it cool, it takes a little while, then you kind of um you bring everything together, the melted butter goes in last, and then it chills in the fridge for like I think it's like at least half an hour or something, but in this it was very like one bowl, so it was quite easy and not very. Mm. Yeah, it was very uh, straightforward. So you just put all the dry stuff in a bowl, with that to combine. Then you add in the milk. Again, I used oat milk, golden syrup, vanilla paste, and olive oil. And you just mix that until it's smooth. So it's really, really straightforward. Um, yeah. And then you put, he says to put that in a piping bag and put that in the freezer for 20 to 30 minutes to chill the dough quickly. So that's what I did. Mm. He does say to cut a hole at the tip of the piping tube, for a piping bag first. And I was like, why would you do that though, before you put it in the freezer? Cause it's just going to leak out. He does say to put it on a baking tray, but like, I did not cut the hole because I was like, I didn't want any. Nobody wants any leakage. Um, And so (laughs) never, never. The one step that I thought could have helped here is again, when you're making madeleines, normally you kind of rub a little bit of butter onto the mold and you dust some flat, a very thin sheet of flour on. Mm. and tap it out so that they don't get stuck. And I thought this could have had a little bit of that because they were a tiny bit difficult to get out of the mould, even though it's a good Mm. one that I have. But anyway, so you put the oven on and then you pipe the... Show off. (laughs) What? With my mould? I mean, it's John Lewis. It's not amazing, (laughs) but it is non-stick. And you put the oven on quite high to 230. He says no fan oven no fan now i think i've previously previously mentioned on this podcast that i have no idea what i can't see on my oven what any of the there's two knobs and i've had to work out through trial and error (laughs) what's the fan what's the grill what's the whatever i don't know what half of them are and what the numbers roughly are so I think my. This is a, a two knobs
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> we are the two knobs. Welcome. <laughs> um, and you pipe the yeah, pipe the battery into the mold almost all the way to the top. Now, I am gonna sound like a knob here because I when you make them the other way, you always like I always measure how many grams go into the for each. So it's 30 grams per mm-hmm. Madeline. And this one he's just like almost all the way to the top. So I was a bit like I was a bit, well, I didn't really know. Some of them were a bit uneven, but anyway. So you put the, the mold into the oven, or the tin into the oven, and you bake it for one minute at that high temperature, I guess to just, like, give it a, like, poof, uh-huh. like an initial blast of heat so that you get that dome. And then you reduce <laughs> it to 180. Why are you laughing at everything I say? Are you taking innuendos? You I was just laughing at um and then you reduce it to 180 and you bake them for six to eight minutes I had to bake mine a little bit longer because they were just looking a bit sad and pale um yeah but what I do like about him is he always tells you like how to know if it's um done or not like so you press the a gentle press of the bump should spring back is what he says so um yeah, I love little tips like that. Anyway, he says... I hate um,
1: it when people gently press my bumps, by the way.
0: <laughs> what, you like <laughs> a firm firm press on your bumps? <laughs> my bumps yeah, and I also like to bumps, be asked first, bumps. you know.
1: <laughs> Take me to dinner before you touch my bumps gently. Oh, break, do you know? Bake me a <laughs> mad
0: before you touch my bumps. Um, <laughs> and then, because they're quite plain, he does say a tip... At the bottom, he says to toss them in flavoured sugars or... And that could be a vanilla, sugar, citrus, cinnamon. He tells you how to make them. And then he says you could dip them in water icing. So I made like a little icing with icing sugar and lime juice and lime zest. And I brushed that Ooh. over the top. Because otherwise I feel like they're quite plain. Especially if they don't have the kind of buttery, decadent taste. But they yeah. were they were good they were really good they were definitely better than I thought they would be um I did I did kind of miss the butteriness because I think that's kind of what makes a but Mm. I think these were like as good as you could get without that I thought they were really really nice um and yeah the the icing I, I would say if you make them to definitely make some kind of icing with them you could even like half dip them in like a dark chocolate that doesn't have any um, milk in it or whatever. You know, you could do loads yeah. of things.
1: Nuts um, or something.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they were good. I was really impressed. They might make nice. it onto my Madeline stand.
1: Oh, I did wonder if you do the Madeleines because when yeah. you said that, that just then that yours looked a bit pale, I was like, they do look a bit pale in the picture. When I saw them, I thought, oh, they're, you can tell that they're not. Yes normal ma- Madeleines, just but no. i mean the one side like the shelly side the ridged side i believe that that, that <laughs> might be called uh is for your pleasure is it looks perfect in the picture but the other side is a bit <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, you could also dip them in tea that's a famous thing isn't it yes yes
0: I was thinking, I, was, I thought you meant like as a glaze, and I was like, they might get a bit soggy. <laughs> Eat immediately. <laughs> um, and nice, then, Madelines. Yeah, nice, Madelines, you too. And <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that I made were the Lamingtons. <gasps> Did you make them too? Did you? No. Ah, okay, good. Pew. Okay, I'm just thought, excited and also jealous that I won't get to eat one. Well, you should be because they were great. Um, I would Ugh. really, really, and they were not. Okay, let's let's backtrack. Lamingtons are like a kiwi or yeah kiwi thing. I thought they were Aussie, but he says they're New Zealand. And they're like a little, they're typically like a cube shape, coconutty, coconutty cake dipped in a kind of chocolate dress, dressing, (laughs) tossed in a chocolate dressing and (laughs) sprinkled, sprinkled with coconut. Say that 15 times. (laughs) Um, So you make a vanilla sponge first. And this was great. It uses coconut milk. Um, and I must be so fucking millennial that I went to the fridge to look for like um like like an oat like an oat milk equivalent, but coconut milk. And then I was like, oh my god, recalibrate yeah. my brain. This comes in a tin. It's fine. Go get it. Um, but it's. Uh, Yeah, the fats are, it's like flour, corn flour, sugar, baking powder, bicarb. And then it's peanut oil or sunflower oil. I use sunflower, vanilla extract, coconut milk and vinegar. Which is interesting because that's always, when I was in the cafe, I used to, whenever I'm, there always had to be some vegan stuff on the counter. And I would always make cakes from this blog called the Domestic Gothess, like a goth but a domestic goddess
1: got this blah, blah, blah.
0: and all yeah, her cakes great, great name <laughs> yeah. if you listen we love you yeah but her blog is great and all her cakes her vegan cakes have like plant-based milk and um, a vinegar and it kind of like curdles the milk to make this like thick battery kind of thing and it just always works so i was really interested to see him doing that here as well um but anyway, mm. you make the sponge, it says the reverse creaming method, which is all the dry stuff in a bowl, you add in the oil and mix it well, and you kind of coat all the dry mix in the oil, and it inhibits gluten development oh. and creates a tight, light, even crumb. Tight, light, even crumb. Um, <laughs> boop, boop, be <be-doop>, boop. <laughs> And in another bowl, you mix the vanilla, coconut milk, and vinegar, and you add that back to the dry mix, and you make like almost like a paste. It looks like quite gloopy. Um, oh. And you add the rest. Oh, that's gloopy. <laughs> and then you put that into a square tin, or a rectangular tin, sorry, and smooth it, and you bake it for like 12 to 15 minutes. So that's your sponge bit, and then you let that cool down. And then you make a a chocolate dipping sauce that doesn't actually have any chocolate, but it's cocoa powder. Cocoa powder, Mm -hmm. coconut oil, hot water and icing sugar. Um, And you Mm -hmm. just basically, yeah, you mix the, you melt the coconut oil, you mix that in with uh, hot water and then you add the coconut oil and the cocoa powder and the icing sugar and it makes this lovely, glossy, smooth, sauce thing to coat Ooh. the sponge in and then when the sponge is co- cooled you're meant to cut it into 12 neat cubes um, so I did mine quite small and like yeah it was a little bit messy so I like trimmed the edges but I did the 12 cubes quite small and then he's like he's very strict about it. you have to set up two stations to keep everything tidy um, you set out the prepared sponges a shallow bowl for the dipping sauce and then a flat baking sheet for the coconut I didn't follow that too strictly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you kind of, yeah, I just kind of t- used two forks to kind of coat the, cu- the cube of sponge and mm. the chocolate sauce and then rolled it in some coconut. Um, he talks about how you have to have, like, you know, in a competition when lamingtons are judged, one of the criteria is how square they are. So you should, like, flatten the surface and sharpen the corners. I didn't stress too much about that, to be honest, because it was quite late at night and oh I was just God. like... I just want to eat them um but yeah so then I just kind of put them all on a a sheet to cool and I left them overnight actually and then in the morning they were just delicious and great and really 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 the coconut milk in the sponge is really good everything's really moist I hate that word but it's the only mm. one we can use and yeah. I gave some away so I gave them to my um the lovely people that mind my terrible dog um and they they the one the girl in that couple is Finnish, and she messaged to be me like oh my days these are like from the cookie box I had to sell for school to get money for the school trip but better <laughs> and then I gave some oh,
1: amazing yeah
0: she loved them and then I gave some to Our colleague, Rebecca Pizzi, who is vegan and is currently doing her PhD. And I was like, here, take some, like, sweet stuff home. And, like, she whenever I bake for the office, she can never eat anything because it's never vegan. So it's like she could just get these all to herself. Um, And she ate one of the lamingtons straight away and was just, like, loved it. Just thought it was great and was, like, yeah, blown away. So (sighs) any, like, chocolate coconut fans... I would highly recommend them. They were delicious and not they look a bit more involved than they end up being. I would say it wasn't it wasn't that bad in the yeah. end. Yeah. Um oh, so yeah. I want to make them. Yeah, they're delicious. I think you'd
1: really like them. Uh yes, I think like, I'm going to put it on my list to make. They sound great. Great.
0: What did you make my friend?
1: I will tell you in one second. I just want to tell you about this uh, Lamington place that I keep seeing on TikTok. That is in Sydney. Uh, I think it's in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, For our Australian followers, uh, you've probably heard of it because you live there, Um, but it's called Tokyo Lamington. Oh, great. Great name. And, yes, and I first saw it because Ian Wright, famous uh, ex-footballer in the UK, went there. Uh, How random. I know, but some of the Lamingtons look so good. They do this one that's like yuzu and something and they do one that's like an entirely coated. this isn't my jam but it looks amazing like it's entirely coated in marshmallows and then blow torched oh wow like to look amazing and i just ah uh, if i ever make it to sydney that is that is on my list i think it's yeah. sydney i'm pretty sure it's sydney not melbourne but i'm sorry Tokyo Lamington if it's uh, if you're actually in Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> I apologize profusely.
0: That's interesting though with the marshmallow because like when does the Lamington stop being a Lamington there it's yeah. the only re- requisite that it's you
1: know square. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, carrying on the uh, Australian New Zealand theme mm-hmm. the first thing I made was Anzac biscuits. Oh, yay, you made them. I made them. I love them. We talked about them when Hannah was here. Uh, I think I've mentioned before in a pod that I love them. I didn't know about them. I didn't know they were a thing until I started working uh, where we work. (laughs) And there seems to be a a lot of Australian uh, colleagues that we have. And people would bring them in for various things. And they are so good. I really like them. I've never made them before. But I was like thrilled to see them here i guess because he's australian so there's that yes um very simple to make so they are like an, if you haven't had one before they're like an oaty coconutty flat uh, vibe yes to, yeah. yes chewy well i like you can he when he makes them he's like you can have them chewy or crispy it just depends on how long you leave them in the oven yeah but I'm, a, I'm a chewy girl that's what they call me
0: totally on the street.
1: Um, Here so.
0: comes
1: that chewy girl. <laughs> 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 Phil, you love oh. a syrup. He loves you syrup. You love a syrup. This also has a golden or agave syrup in it. Um, so what you do is you make uh, you make a syrup with syrup and more sugar with wow. muscovado sugar, mm-hmm. caster sugar, syrup, golden or agave Water, extra virgin olive oil, and sea salt. So you whisk all that up in a. <laughs> I'm whisking.
0: We um, whisk that up in a bowl. Liming, whisking so fast there, I couldn't see her hands anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was just a blur. Someone sign me up to call them blur because I heard that's what you have to learn. <laughs> it is, mate. Telling you. Um, so that and telling you. So that. He says, whisk all this together. This is the syrup. Okay, <laughs> this is the syrup. Hello, syrup. syrup. Hi, syrup. Um, and then you mix the dry ingredients, which are flour, baking soda, porridge, oats, and coconut, desiccated coconut. Great, easy peasy. Yeah. And then you just pour the syrup that you've made into the dry ingredients and just coat Ooh. everything, mix it all. And then he says to leave it for 30 minutes to like hydrate the dough oh. like let it firm up a bit yeah uh, so Let's i did firm that. up
0: these numbers and we'll, we'll Got- circle back
1: <laughs> corporate hannah is uh well and truly here with us today <laughs> do you need help escaping
0: from yeah, the corporate world me out.
1: <laughs> Let me out. um and then again, very simple. Uh, you look. It's interesting, actually. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you. It's interesting that you said okay. that he doesn't uh, give weights or anything for the Madelines because for the the two things that I made, like weight. Yeah, I mean, oh, spoiler alert: that. they're both cookies, and I'm sorry about that. But um, <laughs> I just, I'm that? a cook. I like cookies. I had anyway. So mm-hmm. you scoop sixty gram. Balls. you roll them into balls and put them on a baking sheet, cooked them at mm-hmm. 180 fan for 10 minutes for chewy, 12 minutes for crispy. Mm-hmm. And they puff up and, and they look great. These were so good. <laughs> <laughs> they were so good. I've never made a normal one, so I don't yeah. know. But I did have a conversation uh earlier today with uh one of our Australian colleagues and I was telling her about these and she said that usually you kind of mix baking soda yes Into like the wet ingredients to have it like foam or puff up. Yes, exactly. Because I had to, I'm sorry to talk so much about the cafe
0: that I used to work in, but because it was an Aussie cafe and I had to do Mm. loads of vegan bacon, there's a lot of memories coming up. But yeah, I had to make like a massive batch of Anzac every week and then we'd bake them off in the morning ready Mm. to for opening and that was the way we had to do them was like yeah melt the butter and then you put the bicarb in so you almost get like the chemical reaction of it kind of like poofing up almost like for honeycomb or something like that and then you would add in all the dry so that i was interested that yeah happen here but it doesn't sound like it had a negative effect
1: yeah he doesn't he doesn't mention it at all um yeah. Actually, his preamble in this thing is all about the kind of history of the biscuit and, and that uh, it is the only product allowed to be sold Biscuitry. with the Anzac in the name. Oh, interesting. Um, because uh, otherwise it would be seen as commercialising on the sacrifices of war. Um, so, wow. they were so good. Yeah. Um, they were really good. I like a biscuit like that. I like an Oti thing. Yeah, they were chewy and they were, they were quite big by yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, very uniform. I also gave some away uh, mm. to both sets of neighbours and both of them have texted me or grabbed me <laughs> when I was outside my house to say, oh my God, those Anzac cookies were so good. Oh, um, I love that. Stephen, my uh, long-suffering husband said they might be the best cookie I have ever made. What? That's madness. did it Because we you've made a, loads of cookies. I've made loads of cookies. We did a chocolate chip cookie episode. He loves yeah, a chocolate yeah. cookie. But these ones... Oh. They hit... I might have to make them this way. I think you should. It's very easy. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah. I feel like they would be a good one if you wanted to give more stuff to... Uh, your vegan friend Rebecca because oh, yes. uh they obviously they're full of sugar and uh but oats also yeah I, yeah <laughs> so you can,
0: yeah you can tell yourself they're quite healthy the, yeah. um, the sugar content is a bit nuts sometimes like in the lamingtons in the sponge it was 320 grams of castor sugar which was a lot like I thought that I had like a lot left in the bag um jeez and similarly, for the dipping sauce, it was 300 grams of icing sugar. So, like, yeah, he doesn't hold back on the sugar does he?
1: Oh, you know. But, I mean, it adds the... And he loves no, a brown sugar. or a muscovado, like, sugar, yeah. like, to add that. I guess it's, like, a depth of flavour that you might usually get from a butter. True. Um, oh, they, they were great. great. They were really good. Um, Love that. I'm going to make them. I'm going to make more this week, I think. Wow. Uh, That's great. So the next ones I made... So it's like I said, I made two cookies. And the reason for this uh, is I had the ingredients... Well, I thought I had the ingredients to make more things, a couple more things, uh, and I was going to just decide. But then... I didn't have the time to make the other two things um, oh. because they needed, like, resting and cooling and stuff and I yeah. just, because um, I'd messed up with the sugar. But anyway, I made the banana chip cookies. Oh, did you? I looked at I these. I did. I did. And um, he loves bananas, doesn't he? Like, there's yeah. a load of banana stuff. Yeah, I was
0: really close to making the banana tatan cake. Yes.
1: That's uh, on my I th- oh, I want that to cook great. list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How how are the banana chip ones then?
1: Great, really, really nice. I just had one actually before we <laughs> recorded. Um, mine, <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll tell you about the recipe in a minute. But mine turned out like probably cakeier than the picture looks, or that it maybe should be. So they were kind of like little. They were quite big, mm. like almost like mini banana cakes.
0: Yeah, or banana gotcha. bread,
1: but which is. Fine, because that's really nice. Yeah. Um. So this one also has an interesting uh, syrupy method. Oh. So it's two hundred grams of bananas, and again, he's so pastry chefy with these things. Like everything is exactly to the gram. Yeah. Um. I Love saw it. something in a, in another recipe, and it was like fifty three grams of something. Yeah. Like he doesn't care. About how many bananas that is, if that's like two and like one tenth of another, but it doesn't care. So, ripe oh. and mashed bananas, 200 grams. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put that, you mash those and you put that in a jug, he calls it like a blending jug with uh, Muscovado sugar and castor sugar, and you blend it with a hand blender into a syrup. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then you melt some coconut oil. Forty mm-hmm. grams uh, and put that in and mix that in as well to make your kind of wet ingredient syrupy thing, gotcha, and frankly i w- I would just eat that on toast, like it smells <laughs> so good, like coconut in like coconut, yeah, yeah, he says to get like deodorized coconut oil, so, so like yeah. it doesn't taste like coconut, but I couldn't find that, no. I just had the one I had uh with extra just extra virgin or virgin whatever it's called coconut uh, oil but it's fine um so then that's your kind of like syrup wet ingredients and then you just mix all the other ingredients together so that's flour 300 grams of flour vanilla extract baking powder bicarbonate of soda salt cinnamon and dark chocolate chips um Nice. And you just mi- mix all that together and then pour in your syrup. Mix that until it's a dough. And then he asks you to put it in the fridge for at least 30 minutes. Um, please, a, could you put it in the fridge for at please least 30 minutes? I ask that you please. I beg. He said, he I implore you. <laughs> that it's a wet, it's a particularly wet dough. Uh, but I didn't think it was wet, though. Uh,
0: <laughs> you want a wet dough well, it's not that wet though.
1: <laughs> mine was as wet as I got that it's... wet flow <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see your wet sorry blow toe mm, no <laughs> 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 I have you squawking like a wet crow um <laughs> <laughs> oh god um <laughs> rest in the fridge mine wasn't yeah as as wet as as I didn't watch the video I should have watched the video uh, I didn't anyway and then you uh put them into 70 gram balls ooh big boys <laughs> yeah they are big boys I was surprised because if you look at the picture they look very yeah just cookie dandy. size anyway yeah. um and bake them for 12 to 14 minutes until they are golden around the edges and no nice. again that really really nice like really nice the because it's you're using like a dark chocolate chip that really like mm, adds to it i think like yeah. because it's that's obviously really like tasty like different kind of uh flavors kind of like bitter and yeah with the very sweet of the yes. banana and whatever um Yeah, so they didn't feel like cookies to me. They were more like banana-y rock cakes. uh, Mm -hmm. But, like, really good, like, flavour. That, like, syrup situation is really great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And... when did you make them? Are are, are they keeping well? Because I find those soft kind of
1: cookies. <laughs>
0: and how are do you doing?
1: Has <laughs> have <laughs> yes, been great? <laughs> uh, I just keep those, well. those. Been to the doctor. <laughs> those soft <laughs> <self> cookies. <laughs> those soft cookies
0: don't keep All that best. well. sometimes. <laughs>
1: With my warmest regards, Hannah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So I just ate one, uh, probably (laughs) like (laughs) 20 hours after I baked them. uh, Okay. And it was nice. It definitely, like, softer than it was last night, uh, but (laughs) great. T- flavors great 10 out of 10 T- um honestly p- probably 8 out of 10 because <laughs> they're not very cookie but you just I'm like uh, the joy i felt taking both of these to the neighbors and being like and they're vegan yeah yeah well yeah i didn't
0: actually tell people i didn't tell the couple that mind Doug, because mm. they're not vegan so I was like yeah. let me just see if they like these yeah and then when she texted me about the lamingtons I was like did you could you believe that they're vegan and she was yeah. like what I'm sure I could taste like buttery like goodness in there um but obviously yeah pissy I had to reassure her whenever you're handing a vegan <laughs> yeah. a baked good you have to be like it's vegan
1: I promise it's vegan <laughs> yeah I wasn't sure whether I would find I ended up getting a bar of dark chocolate and just cutting it up rather than mm. dark chocolate chips because I feel like some of the dark chocolate chips I saw had milk in them and chips. Yeah.
0: Can we? T- yeah. Uh, chocolate chips are shit. The chocolate <laughs> chips. Those pre shit, shit, shit. shit. They taste shit. They yeah. Taste cheap.
1: They don't melt nicely. No, they're crap. They're I would, always, I would j- always, j- always get a Chunks over chips for life. Chunks over chips. <laughs> bars over chips. Chocolate bars. Um so absolutely i mean well let's talk about what we what wanted. we wanted to make uh, yes so the two things i was going to make and i had the stuff for and i still might make is the sweet potato pie tart pie tart um he loves a sweet, sweet potato he does he, he uses it in his brioche dough to make it nice and floofy he uses it in his pastry dough as well, like his his flaky pastry dough, like a tiny bit, like 40 grams. Oh,
0: God. Where can you find a 40 gram sweet potato? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he says to like, he like, has you like boil it, which also I also was interested in because usually we're not like boil it in loads of water, but in like just enough water to yeah. cover it. And I thought that's interesting because that will hold so much water when you yes. boil, but you know. But anyway, yeah, Phil's so the watched. sweet potato pie, I still might make it, looks great, and it, he, well, he, in this classic, you know, I work at Howard's thing, it's got, like, these phyllo pastry leaves on top. Yeah, 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 Madness. I probably wouldn't fuck around with those, let's be honest. <laughs>
0: um, the sticky toffee date pudding, I feel like that mm. would be really interesting to try, because typical sticky toffee pudding is so laden with butter and, like... yeah yeah i bet he pulls that off really well um the banana tatan cake i wanted to make
1: there was an extra virgin olive oil cake that looked interesting too Mm. the sasha tort for me was i love a sasha tort yeah and we talked about it when i had the book and hannah was here that he like rehydrates dried Apricots. apricots and puts that in the chocolate cake dough
0: Yeah, he's a genius. He is. He's he's very very good. It's making me want to go to Harrod's. Um,
1: Just watch his TikTok. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No need need to go all the way to bloody Knightsbridge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there all the time anyway, so. Oh, true. (laughs) On your various dates with various men, you know, in in Knightsbridge. Excuse such a i of a taken woman now. Oh, Um, sorry. The way, Luna, I, t- Tom doesn't take you to Knight's Bridge on dates. No, Stamford Bridge
0: is the best I'm getting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really did want to make the, the brioche um, mm. just to see what it was like. But it's a lot. It's a lot of... the sweet potato actually was the thing that put me off in the end because I had everything else. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just give it a go. And then I was like, oh, it's 40 grams of sweet potato. But I would love to give that a go. I think all the things that you typically really associate with eggs and butter would just be really fun to try. Yeah, Um, I saw him...
1: In, I saw him. I didn't see him. <laughs> I, I read a, a couple of his interviews. He said that he he loves the apple pie. Mm. There's an apple pie and a banoffee pie. And he says that they are his favourite ones in the book.
0: The apple pie um, is
1: super stacked, isn't it? Like it's yes. like layers and layers of apples. Yeah. Ugh, um, I just, it's so, ugh, I love this book. I'm, no, I'm never relinquishing it and lending it out. I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm... Um, massively impressed I think it's really great should we
1: rate it actually nah (laughs) nah also the chocolate chip cookies yes one more thing I like about it before we rate it is um the portion sizes are so normal normal (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like the Anzac cookies made 10 the mm-hmm. banana ones made 12 and they mm-hmm. made exactly that it's so well tested and everything looks so uniform uh, when they came out of the oven so yes, that's another good thing anyway, what yeah. are we rating out of no, what is our rating <laughs> system
0: <laughs> default, de- uh, recalibrate yeah um, <laughs> We rate out of five criteria, Victoria. I'm surprised you don't know these.
1: I don't. You don't know me, Victoria. We <laughs> rate <laughs> out of. At- sexability, wow. <laughs> we- <laughs> sexability. He's quite um, a handsome man, <laughs> that I thought.
0: He's not bad, is he? He's not bad at all. Quite young, I would say, as well. <laughs> young boy.
1: <laughs> mm. I mean, at our age. <laughs> you know he's achieved
0: a lot for someone
1: he's achieved a lot and he doesn't look like he's worked in professional kitchens for you know at least 10 years he looks you know fresh out of the healthy uh, doesn't have that that (laughs) ashen look that they often have (laughs) no
0: (laughs) natural light and of nicotine yeah um but yes sorry so we rate out of usability (laughs) and accessibility that's one that's one ingredients used aesthetics how pretty the book looks and how nice it is um veggie friendliness uh which mm. you know <laughs> come on <laughs> and uh inspirability which is inspirability. yeah how yeah motivated you feel to to have a little go and each episode we <coughs> change go. the rating base <laughs> That's what I say at Stamford Bridge. Um
1: <laughs> I'm, you know, prepping you.
0: <laughs> Stamford Bridge, for anyone who doesn't know, is the Chelsea football home ground and I'm being um having to visit this weekend to be a football ladet, I believe they're called. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you? Should I? Do you want me to map how far it is from Stan- Stansted Bridge, Stanford Bridge to Harrods? Yes, please. Okay. I had to ask what to wear. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh we each episode, we change our rating system based on the chef or the book, and so it felt only right that for Philip Cory, a new way to bake, that we rated out of golden origami syrup
1: and so um, it's a 35 minute bus or you could get on the piccadilly and then the district line <laughs> for in 20 minutes
0: i mean it's certainly a way to classy up my day isn't it like
1: yeah of, it's a 45 oh, minute walk
0: oh good yeah good to know but between the pints and the you know chanting <laughs> i'll uh,
1: nip down to harrods
0: to get myself a Half dainty cake.
1: <laughs> you eat that in the stands. So <laughs> oh, boys, don't mind if I do Um <laughs> You could bring them for everyone <laughs> 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 Just make sure they're blue ones, not like, you know, other colours. Oh, what is my Definitely list? not red ones. Are they playing no. arsenal, did you say? Yeah. Mm. From what I've heard, you do it. yeah, you don't wanna
0: cheer the opposition on um, <laughs> yeah that was in my book Football for Idiots that I picked up this week do not cheer on the opposition
1: <laughs> when the
0: ball goes in the net it's doing that's a goal um, Victoria how many golden or agave syrups <laughs> are you giving this book out of five <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God! Do you want me to give you a little crash course on the um, offside rule? No, no. Oh, this fucking
0: annoys me. People act like the offside rule is rocket science for women, especially, and it's like it's okay. It's okay. We can understand very complex things, including <laughs> sport rules. Not I, me. I, I, I resent. Oh, I fucking resent that. But yes, please. After the show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We'll make it a mini so, just in case any other women listening need to know. We we'll
0: do it with cakes. We'll, we'll do a little diagram with cakes. Yes.
1: we'll have red cakes and blue cakes, <laughs> and a little goal made out of like sugar. Syrup yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, sugar cake. <laughs> oh um, god. Okay, so using accessibility—that's one that gets one from me. Mm-hmm. This is. Such a usable and accessible book. Yeah. Uh, so it gets one uh, golden or agave syrup from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, ingredients used. Yeah. Great. Get it. One. Another one from me. <laughs> Not it. syrup. Getting More the gold. syrups. <laughs> this man loves a syrup and I love this book. Uh, aesthetics. Now, this could be the one that I would call into question. Because, Agree. like you said, it, it is... It is a little bit sterile and stuff, but the pictures are beautiful, and it's a it, it, the recipes aren't complicated in terms of like you know they don't take up pages each time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's get I'm giving it one. I don't okay. I don't care. I'm get, it's getting a whole one from me. Uh, obviously, it's veggie friendly. There's nothing we need to discuss there, and <laughs> I am giving it one for. Uh,
0: it's mm-hmm. so that is
1: five golden syrup or agave syrups out of five The rarely seen victoria five out of five i love it i love this book yeah. um h- how about you hannah i love that you love it thanks I love, babe i'm in love with love um
0: <laughs> exact same except i'm gonna dock half a point for aesthetics because it just didn't okay. float my boat on, on that front it's very functional it's not ugly but it's just a bit like me, I guess. <laughs> You're yeah, more than you put the fun in functional.
1: Um, you put the... the fogly and ugly.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Loved it. Thought it was great. And feel like more and more occasions in my life come up where you need to bake something yes. vegan. And prior to this, I had kind of only thought about Nisgissima, the Georgina Hayden book mm-hmm. that we've done which had a couple of bits um, but this has everything and it's yes. easy and they work so like boom boom boom
1: yeah and a couple of the recipes he does say that uh, you can switch out switch the flour out for gluten free flour oh uh, so, that's, so if, if that's a thing that you have uh, a allergy to, to then that yeah. might help I was just thinking about Nistissimi and how she has those gluten-free tahini and sesame cookies and they were so good yeah
0: um he's got some chocolate tahini ones in here doesn't he yes
1: that was also my it's great it's a great book if you can get it get it (laughs) um it seems to be sold out but it's very new yes yeah I feel the same like there's I always want to have you know the option to make something yeah um and phil's given you that option he's
0: given you life
1: phil you have given me life and not only that a great new tiktok account to look at oh yeah maybe i should get into tiktok now that i'm off instagram (laughs) she's off instagram lads it's
0: been a wet weekend guys don't worry there's really nothing to (laughs) shout about anyway we digress. Um, um we love you we love you we love football.
1: <laughs> Everybody we send love. their really good vibes to Hannah. Although, by the time this comes out, you'll have been to the football. I'll have, I'll have a black eye or something. Isn't that no, what happens? You, no, you'll have like a scarf. Yeah. And you'll be planning to go next time. I'll you'll be, be talking really... about like four <laughs> or two formations. And like, exactly. That, that's it. That's all I've got. That's all you know. Um, you, you can watch Ted Lasso. You can learn about... Um, uh, real football. I don't know. There's, there's a thing that they do that towards the end. It's called like real football or like original football or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, um, between now and tomorrow, I'll try to make the time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> we Thank you love for listening. You. And if you want to support our work, you can go Join on, Patreon. on Patreon. Bye. Uh, we love you. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the cookbook circle if you enjoyed it please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a review as it helps others to find us and enjoy us you can see how the recipes from this episode turned out on our instagram at cookbook circle where you can also get in touch with us let us know your thoughts feedback ideas for episodes whatever you like we really love to hear from all of you so we'll see you next time Bye. bye